Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on Astropods. Today on the podcast, I'll be talking about the um, life and times of John Lewis, the congressman, the iconic um, freedom fighter, civil rights, civil rights activist. Um, he was 80 years old, he died on, the Ju- on July 17. He was born in um, 1940. Alright, so now, quickly, what do we know about John Lewis? Uh, a lot of us are aware that if that is the it's part of this big six back then that includes um, Dr. Martin Luther King and a host of others and we we are also we, there's that image of him as a freedom fighter as a civil rights civil rights fighter you know as one that is always fighting for equality for for you know for freedom for 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 not avoiding segregation and all those things so we know him for all of these things and but it was more than that you know uh congressman john lewis was spent 33 years in the house and he helped to pass some laws i mean he helped to his vote was offering some of those things that they did but more importantly is that congressman john lewis late john lewis uh he is like is an is an embodiment of what we want our country to be like. We want a more cohesive country, a country where people don't act foolishly based on because they are basing their judgment on people's the color of people's skin rather than the content of their character. And this is what this man represented. And one thing that actually touched me the most was um, it was in 20, 2006 when he was arrested in um, Sudan. For protesting the um, that for genocide, and it just shows to tell you, and you know how passionate the man he was, and and to understand that even then, Congressman John Lewis was uh, some of this some some popular decisions in the House. He will vote. He will vote against it. So he's uh, he's fiercely liberal and he's also fiercely independent. And I like that about him, and he, he he will put his vote on things that he actually believes in, and and so it's not it's no surprise that uh, they call him the conscience of the Congress because of what he actually represents, what 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 it means to the to the rest of the the people, and I'm just uh I'm just really uh, excited and just to read about his story, his history, his biography. I'm really like wow. This is a this man has done some nice things in his life, and you know he uh, he has he he, he, he maintained a very high standard throughout his life, and we need people like that in um public um offices that's that will stay true to power and will not really uh care much about what people think of their opinion or of what they are, of of um of uh, their judgment. He was really good in in his um convictions. Now, some people may say that well, he did not really do a lot during his um, during his thirty-three years in, in Congress, but that is not true. But I have to understand that as a congressman, you don't have executive powers, and so all you have is a voting power. You vote for or against some bills that they pass and that that they bring to your table, and he has voted in some really uh, good ones. And like he said, that the ones that he did not really that he found if he happened to find to be very very hard for him to uh sort of grapple with 
was when he had to vote for the um, invasion of Iraq after the 9-11 um, attacks. And he said that that was one of the, the, the toughest decisions to to vote and, and stuff. So we had, even during the time of President Clinton, there's some things that the president um, wanted to do that Congressman John Lewis was not uh, uh, was not in, uh, in support of. And a lot of those things, like when he passed the um, Welfare Act, Congressman John Lewis was very um, uh, upset that, that they passed such act because that act was basically um, was basically saying that people should they were trying to stop um, government um, government from helping people out and and John Lewis was quoted as saying that what does it profit a nation that gains the world but loses his own soul because it was like why would you be making passing laws that will, that, that that is kind of stopping people from from getting government aid but Clinton and his and his and his, and his, and his um, at the time they said they needed to uh, encourage people to go back to work and not to be taking um, you know, free um, full stamps and freebies. So he has so many of these um, experiences that actually would tell you where his mind was at. And um, is even is more really for me is is really um, cool to understand that uh, Congress late John, late John Lewis uh, he, he, he saw this um, Black Lives Matter protest the death of George um, uh, George Floyd and. It was like yes, I think the people are ready for a change. So he has passed the baton. I mean, to this generation to continue their civil rights um, activism. They call it them the the good trouble, you know, because it was like he was protesting throughout his life, but it was a peaceful protest, and it was a very consistent and well targeted and orchestrated protest. I mean, you know, if you're talking about this time at the at the um, at the NS at the SNC. And so many, so many organizations that that he that he um you know he, he headed even the Vista um act and um, the program at the time and a lot of and, and list of other um things that, that he did. I am just really um impressed with his his life, and of course you know we we know that he died of pancreatic cancer in just six months after he was um, discovered he had of stage four pancreatic pancreatic cancer, but a life that is full of I mean. It's not enough to talk about him the way I'm talking about him because uh, he went through a lot to be where he was. He went through a lot and he was never doing these things for himself. He was doing these things for the black man, for the minorities. You know, I mean, talking about even how he helped to get about 4 million minorities to, to, to register them to vote. You know, he went through a lot. He was beaten. He was, he was, he was jailed. <laughs> Many times, over at least before, before he turned twenty-seven or so, he was jailed like forty times. So he, he had these things that that he that we could really understand that this is what he represented for the for the minorities, and it was a it was a very it was a good calming voice. And even though when he died, President Trump did not go to his funeral, I wasn't surprised. Even when John McCain died, he never went to his funeral, and lots of other guys like that. That was how Trump behaves, but. The fact that the he heard that that the that the um that the nations uh, our country's flag be, fl- be flown half staff that was really cool for me that was really cool with me I, I really respect that that even President Trump even though they were not political allies but he was still 
um, mindful to understand that this is a, this is an iconic figure that just passed, and we have to honor him with the half staff on, on the day of his uh, on the day of his death. Uh, uh, and uh, you know that was really that was really um, amazing. I mean, if you ask me, and of course the uh, Mike Pence and his wife also went to pay tribute to to him in the in the Capitol. I really like that idea. If you, if you ask me, what I what I just think that I think this generation should pick or should pick from or should take it from his um, playbook is that we can we can make changes we can make long lasting changes if people if the people i mean i think it's the last member of the big six that um that organized and you know made deliver speeches at the uh, march in washington where the where dr martin Luther king gave the um, speech of i of i i have a dream if they did that peacefully, painstakingly, and they were able to achieve what they achieved, I think I'd do great things. So when I see people violently uh, protesting, this is not what Judge, um, um, John Lewis st- stood for. He was a peaceful, he called it good trouble. He was a, was a protester, but was a, it was an activist, but he, was, he did it in a very peaceful and succinct way. We have to understand these things to force to make progress because to make a kind of change that we want in our society we have to be deliberate in our in our, in our actions and our approaches we cannot just go out there start vandalizing things and uh people that do not support or do not share our views we see them as enemies and we want to beat them up or shoot them or do things that is crazy to them i mean two wrongs can never make a right so if you're trying to make a change we have to make a very uh sweet smart and um well thought change you have to do it the way john lewis and the rest of the guys did it back then and then we can be able to achieve the kind of um things we want to achieve i see that and i'm just saying that to say because i saw last week how well for, before i go into all of that for my supporters for my listeners that have not heard from my voice for a long time i know you know this game of um this um media and podcasting and all this that i'm doing i'm for me to begin on this scale i'm doing it it involves a lot of studying a lot of um research a lot of analysis and stuff so sometimes you get overwhelmed because you have breaking news almost every day and you are trying to pick which which one is more suiting for your listeners which one is more suited that you can tell the truth because the idea behind Astropods is to give my listeners or people that care to listen to my podcast the truth as as it is based on what information we have out there. So I I saw I go through multiple sources and I just read a lot of these articles and um, opinion and op-eds just so I can have a good understanding of what is going on. Then I can then share my understanding of based on what I've read to the rest of the people that are listening to my podcast. So for those that have not heard my voice since last week, I want to say I'm sorry. Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I start asking myself some questions and I don't know, I don't have answers to the questions. And so I I just tend to just like drop it for a minute and just try to get myself together again. So that's what happened. I was never intended to not put anything out there for so long and you know, which was just like a soul searching prayer for me to search myself and ask myself some kind of questions and you know give hopefully i was able to give myself kind of answers i'm i i think i needed because the purpose i'm doing this thing if it was for me i would not be doing that but i'm doing these, these things that you know 
like I, I don't know if I said it before when Kobe passed and I saw the way he was forward thinking making sure that what everything I was doing was digitalized so that people can see it from, from throughout the world it really inspired me not that I don't know this before but I was like life is too short so I am not doing this podcast for my own consumption alone but because of the people that are going to listen to this podcast 20, 50, 100, 3, 4, 5 100 years from now that they can see that this podcast was done with their with, with them in mind you know I have I am doing this thing for people to to listen to this podcast sometimes to, to watch some of my videos on YouTube not because I like it per se of course I love to share knowledge but because I want to I want to give value to people out there and that is what is driving me to keep on doing it now and I'm not gonna stop I'll keep reading different articles and I still don't want to really make sense according to the to the day and I'll read more about it and I'll come and give my own um, um, analysis and opinions and narratives that is this, I'm not the media person, so whatever I'm saying is definitely, is definitely, I mean, I'm not, I'm not part of the mainstream media, so to say. Whatever I'm saying, whatever Astopo represents, pure, organic truth. You know, we read everything and we give, we just try to sift, sift through the old cluster of news and we give our listeners the best, uh, the best content, the best opinion, the best unadulterated information. That being said, so let me go back to what my story about. Um, uh, I read some uh, last week. I think Mark Cuban was trending. Um, so it happened that I think it was a, it was one radio host in Texas that sort of um, tagged Mark Cuban in a in a tweet. He said that he can't. He, he, I'm just paraphrasing that he couldn't wait for the season to start, and um, whenever it starts. You 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 can't wait for to like to go to the the last the, the last Maverick Stadium and watch the guys play because they are they are a very promising um, basketball team, basketball club and but he said that the moment somebody takes a knee, is walking out the door, then he tagged Mark Cuban and Mark Cuban was like, bye Felicia, <laughs> so now, so that was on Twitter for that for like a day or two trending, and people were like Mark Cuban is anti-American. My Cuban is this, my Cuban is that. Now, you want to ask yourself, why am I talking about my Cuban in the middle of a, a podcast that I'm dedicating to uh, the great, iconic John Lewis? It's very simple. The, the, the tweet is talking about people protesting with taking a knee. That is a peaceful protest. And you're saying that if they take a knee, you're going to walk out. And my Cuban was smart enough to understand the BS. And he said, you're free to go. And then Makiban doubled down saying that why can't you ask your job to always play the national anthem every day you walk into your job? You know, like you want to be a national anthem police and all that. And then they went all in on it. And why am I saying this is because oftentimes, just like the struggle of John Lewis when, when he started, when yeah, with him and the rest of the together uh, started this um, civil rights activism and all those things, and they, they were able to promulgate some laws that has impacted our lives positively and you know change it change this country a great deal they were protesting and it's just like this man was saying people were then saying then then that their protest was anti-american but a consistent and deliberate effort brought about a permanent change that we are seeing right now and we're going to see more changes as we move on, move forward 
if if players are using their platform to to shed some light on the social and um um social and um you know societal uh inappropriateness i think it's only fair for us to listen rather than trying to put that you are on patriotic um tag on people that are protesting peacefully this is 2020 this is not 1963 1964 1965 where people have to be beaten where there's segregation where there's um um, the Jim, the Jim Crow laws and and um, the bus laws and all those things that journalists had to be had to go through to to get this message across. So when we see some people that are racist and and they were always eyed under the guise of being unpatriotic when you take a knee during the protest of an, of a national thing that I, I don't even know why they are doing that anyway. But since they're doing it, let's just let's call it for what it is. And these players have said, according to Colin Kaepernick, have said that this is not. A, a protest it's not a disrespect to national anthem. as much as this is a respect to the national anthem and i can you and i think that the only time i can get you to listen to what i'm saying is when i do this international anthem, then that's where it can bring the kind of attention it deserves and when people try to spin that around and try to say that it is being unpatriotic and my cuban called this person out like listen you can go all right and don't come back to us to them again we don't want people like you here anyway in the first place we have to understand the struggle is still here guys we are still struggling and for John Lewis's death not to be in vain, or his struggles and that of Martin Luther King and the rest of the people not to be in vain, we have to be able to understand and decipher quickly when people try to change our narrative. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. Because oftentimes, the media and some of these people also always change the narrative. I want to sway our attention from the real things that is that, we, that actually matters to us. We cannot let that happen. We have to stay focused. Because I, I believe strongly that a peaceful protest will always, always bring about a more lasting change. Alright? And that's the podcast for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. I'll be meeting you with another one shortly. As well, for my next podcast is about the monumental corruption going on in Nigeria. I, I don't know. I don't connect. Well, uh, I'll be talking about that and what it means. And I'll just tie that with the death of a young um naval combatant officer that died in nigeria and this is also like sort of we can also take that to the rest of the world the impact of corruption and no that's not because that's what nigeria is known for that's what that's not all we we, we represent as nigerians but i think it's a is a thing that i will i want to share with the rest of the world so we can just talk about it briefly that's my next my next podcast and after that i'll be talking about uh you know the tech the text uh, meeting yesterday and all that in um things that i'll be talking about briefly afterwards but i'm back again as we to every day every day i'll not miss a day again i'm sorry guys for keeping guys in for for so long and um thank you again for listening uh, to astropods uh if you have please like share comment follow you know subscribe we can't wait to hear from you and i'm very attentive i'm here 24 7 to answer your questions and you know i've, I've only said my my sources are you know Wikipedia, biographies, New York Times, Washington Post, The Guardian. I can go on and on and on. I read a lot of source, a lot of um, 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 reference to get to this point. Uh, thank you so much again, and uh, that's the podcast. Bye for now.